So we've had a big summer of sport in 2012, but the main event is still to come. It's the return of the Shropshire Football Podcast after a long, long uh, few months away. Uh, I'm Todd Nash, I'll be hosting this season. We've got uh, the return of the stalwart of this podcast, James Garrison, our Shrewsbury Town reporter. And uh, making his debut is our summer signing, our new AFC Telford reporter, Matt Viney. Uh, We'll come to you in a minute, Matt, but we'll start with uh, Shrewsbury. And it's been a busy summer at the uh, Greenhouse Meadow. Lots of ins and outs. It has. It has. Mm -hmm. Yes, it has, Todd. Um, 19 transfer signings. The club secretary, Jane Bebb, has been been very busy seeing all these through. 19 ins and outs. uh, 10 new signings. 9 players departed. I don't think anyone could have imagined there would be that much of an overhaul when Shrewsbury won promotion at the end of last season. But that's the way it's turned out. Four players released by Graham Turner. A further five offered contracts and none of them. Uh, signed, they all moved on to to pastures new. So that left big void for for Graham Turner to fill, and he's done quite a, a good job on on the face of it. Um, ten new players in, some some good players at that. Paul Parry is coming from Preston, former Cardiff player, former Welsh international as well. So he's got plenty of pedigree about him. Chris Wheel, goalkeeper from Leicester, who's played a lot of games in the Championship. Also, he's he's come in to name but two, and and there's been a as I say, a widespread of players who, who've got the chance now at League One to, to show what they can do. Yeah, as you said, there's been quite a few players uh, who have slipped through, a few of the players who you know helped them get up to that division last season, your Collins and your Ian Sharks. I mean, who you who would you think are going to be a big loss to that side? Collins, obviously, 16 goals last season. He's going to be big shoes to fill. He's obviously joined uh, the other STFC, Swindon, so he's going to be a big loss. Uh, Ian Sharps as well, influential figure, although he's perhaps coming to, towards the end of his career. He's still a very solid defender at League Two level last season and a, a, a great captain. I think if you ask the players, no one would have a bad word to say about Ian Sharps as a as a captain. He, he was excellent last season. So those two in particular will be big losses. And Nicky Rowan, Shane Canstall show if both moved on and, and on to Preston who will be back next week. So they're all going to be losses in their own way. As I say, I think Sharps and Collins will probably be the biggest two. But as I say, Graham Turner's recruited well and it's all looking ahead now to Sheffield United tomorrow. So of the new signings, who are your, your real tips to shine this season? Will it be your, your Paul Parry's? Or? Yeah, I think Parry, we've seen through pre-season, Parry's got that little bit of quality. He gets on the ball. He always seems to have a little bit extra time. And you can see he's played at a high level. You can see he's played on the, the biggest stage of them all at international and obviously in the FA Cup final as well. Um, I've been really impressed with Shrewsbury's new midfielders. I think Asa Hall's done well in pre-season. He's obviously back after a loan stint a few years ago. He looks to have developed as a player. He can get forward. He's still got that eye for a goal. So he'd be, he'd be one to watch, although he didn't get into the side at Leeds. And I think that's testament to the form of Luke Summerfield, who's probably been the standout performer of pre-season for me he's kept the ball really really well he keeps things simple in possession he, he keeps the ball moving and he's come from Chatham and I think he's going to have a really good season for Shrewsbury and uh, the, the new captain's been named as well Matt Richards um, that's obviously a bit of continuity because he was uh, part of the promotion winning side last season how do you feel his uh, sort of role in the dressing room will increase yeah no great surprise I don't think I know Graham Turner to start with in pre-season gave it a couple of uh, Young lads, I think Jermaine Grandison captain one game, Connor Goldson captain one game. I think he was trying to give us journalists a bit of a, a red herring to try and lull us into a full sense of security. But no, Matt captained a couple of games in pre-season. It, he was excellent last year, wasn't he? Sw- swept the board at the play of the, the year awards. And 
yeah, he's, although he's quite a quiet character, I think he'd be quite a good captain in terms of bringing players together and, and, and getting their, their views over to the manager when required as well. So I think it's a good choice. I think it, it was probably he was probably favourite at the start of pre-season and no surprise that the manager's opted for, for Matt Richards. Yeah, the, uh, the full first team sort of uh, season kicked off last week and it wasn't the best of starts, <laughs> was it? We, we're not going to see a cup run like we did last year. No, no Emirates in the Carling Cup, which is unfortunate because we had a nice three-course meal there for the, for the press box last year, so we'll miss out on that. But, but no, it was, it was a, a strange game, wasn't it? Shoes, we had their, their moments, but there was just a few individual errors. I think Michael Hector perhaps made a couple of errors after what's been a really encouraging pre-season from him. There was a penalty in there. So it, uh, Mark Wright gave the ball away for one of the goals. It, it all added up. There was just little errors. And if Shrewsbury can eradicate those, there was lots in the other part of performance to be encouraged about. I was speaking to Graham Turner this morning and he was saying 56% possession uh, and almost as many shots on goal as Leeds. So it's just a case of cutting those errors out, looking a bit sharper in the opposition box when the chances come along. And I think Shrewsbury will be, will be OK this season. So a few lessons to take to uh, to Bramwell Lane this weekend then when the the real action starts in the league. Yeah, another nice season one, isn't it? Sheffield United away. You go to all the bookmakers and they're making Sheffield United understandably favourites. They came within a, a penalty shootout of getting promotion last season. So, um, yeah, I mean, it couldn't have got much tougher, but in some ways it could be a good start for Shrewsbury. You get some funny results on the first day of the season and Town have kept the ball well in pre-season for, for, for much of the games that they've played. So, no reason to believe that they're going to go there and, and be overawed or fear anything. They'll go there and, and get the ball down and play. And if they, as I say, if they cut the silly mistakes out from last week, there's no reason why they can't go and get a result as well. Great, thanks, James. So there's James feeling quite positive about a new campaign for Shrewsbury, and uh, we move on to AFC Telford. And Matt, it hasn't exactly been a quiet summer at the New Bucks Head either, has it? No, it hasn't. It was um, it was fairly quiet on the signings front for for the first month or so. Um, a lot of new arrivals came in the last sort of ten. 10 days, 2 weeks before the season um, but Andy Sinton I know has worked extremely hard to get players in um, and he's adamant that he's got a better squad now than he had last season um, certainly uh, the, the arrival of uh, players like um, Leslie, Steve Leslie and uh, Chris Taylor who both got league experience seems to have added a bit of quality we haven't had a chance to, to look at Taylor much yet, although he came on for the last sort of seven or eight minutes against Forest Green, Leslie has looked uh, looked re- really good from what we've seen of him. Um, got that touch of quality, bit of creativity. He's not a flashy player, but he does um, he does seem to have you know he has time on the ball as all the, the better players do. Um, they've also you know if they if they can get that to gel with what they've got, they've got players like Steve Jones who's capable of winning a game. Um, Kieran Sanami and uh, Luke, um, Jake Reed up front. They've uh, they've not sparkled too much, but they're both big, strong centre uh, centre forwards, and uh, Saint Amy particularly looked quite useful in the second half. Um, the the question, I suppose, the big question mark for them really is whether they've got enough goals in the side. Um, and Andy Sinton's admitted that at the moment they're still gelling because so many players have arrived late on. But um, there were some encouraging signs in the second half. They were, by all accounts, pretty bad against Forest Green in the first half. But uh, if they can play like they did in the second half, then there's no reason why they can't have a very solid season, I wouldn't Yeah, I mean, you mentioned about the solid season. That last season, they sort of uh, escaped promotion, which was uh, escape promotion, escape relegation. That would even. Have been nice escaping promotion. Well, <laughs> we can all dream, can't we? Um, no, they did well to escape relegation towards the end of the season, and uh, it was quite a good achievement, really. That's probably what yeah, most of the fans would have expected. And what, what's the hope for this season? Are they hoping to consolidate and kick on a little bit, or...? I think so. I think that's that's the main aim at the moment. The fact is they still one of very few part-time sides in the league. It's it's 
virtually exclusively or full time now, so they are at a bit of a disadvantage um, with most of the the sides, and it's a league that's full of teams that've got big tradition in the in the football league. Um, so yeah, I think if anything above the relegation zone would would certainly be success. But I know Andy Sinton believes in the squad, and, and uh, a lot of the players are hoping that they can perhaps maybe push up a little bit further this time round. They know the league this season. There's there's definitely more experience this time round. Uh, it just I suppose it just depends on the start they get really. Um, if they can pick up a few wins um, early on, then then who knows? It's uh, they've certainly been competitive. Yeah, I mean, as you say, uh, they haven't managed to pick up that win yet. They've, uh, whereas Shrewsbury are still waiting to start their league campaign. Telford have played twice and they've picked up the one point. But do you think you've seen enough from from those two games that perhaps they they will be able to push on and, and get enough points to? Well, not not yet. I think it's it's very early days. Um, against Barrow, they look very solid. Um, they're. I don't think there are any real weaknesses at the back and when Briscoe comes back as well because he's been sidelined on his first uh, a broken nose and then a back injury um, you'd expect him to go you know, certainly to challenge for one of those uh, one of those those places in the back four um, I don't think there are you know I don't think there are too many uh, weak points at the back it's uh, it's just whether they've got creativity in midfield and whether they've got goals in this season um, haven't seen too much of them um with only only two games, it's, it's difficult to, to say. It, it just it, it depends as to uh, to how they gel. Really, as I say, the first, second half against Forest Green was was very impressive. The first half against Barrow was was pretty solid. They they created a couple of very good chances, um, but then the first half was was pretty poor all round against Forest Green. Uh, Barrow probably dominated the second half. So there are still a lot of questions that need to be answered, really. But they've got Braintree on Saturday. The games are coming thick and fast. Hopefully three or four games time we'll have a good idea yeah as you say it's uh, it's brain true on Saturday and how are we rating uh, Telford's chances are we going to be seeing uh, the, the goal rush coming um, certainly optimistic that you know, it's certainly a winnable game they're, uh, they're not um, one of the favourite sides like Forest Green uh, they, they did very well last season they came up as the first season in the, the league uh, and they finished 12th which was a superb finish um, and certainly something that Telford will be keen to emulate uh, I think it's on, on paper, it's, it's certainly one of the more winnable games, um, although they're quite a physical side and it could be quite a bruising encounter, I think. Um, but I, I don't see any reason why they, they couldn't win it. They're at home, um, and as I say, if they start the first, the second, if they start the first half the way they did the second half on Tuesday, then they've got every chance. But uh, but it, it won't be easy. It really won't be easy. But yeah, I don't see why not. Thanks, Matt. And uh, this season as well, we're going to introduce a new element to the podcast where we're going to start talking about some of the lower league teams in uh, Shropshire. And we'll start with uh, Market Drayton, who begin their Evo Stick League campaign this uh, weekend. They do, Todd. Yeah, they're off to Gresley. Um, obviously, a big day for, for Drayton. They've had a great pre season, haven't they? They had Stoke and Market Drayton, uh, Market Drayton, Manchester United 11 uh, down, at, down at Greenfields during pre season, which has been too fantastic days for them that took those on in the space of 24 hours so they've certainly been tested in pre-season and Jimmy Munn and Andy Cook did a fantastic job when they came in second half of last season two popular Shropshire football figures and they were superb came in when Drayton were rooted to the bottom of the table and certainties for relegation the form after those pair came in was, was virtually playoff form so there'll be high hopes at Drayton there's been a little bit of player turnover as you'd expect at that level every season but there's there's high hopes and there's no reason Drayton can't get in the top half of the table and who knows maybe push for a playoff place 
to to expect promotions probably too much. They're they're probably punching above their weight anyway at the level they're at. But yeah, I wouldn't put anything past Jimmy Mullen and Andy Cook after what they achieved last season. And having played a uh, Manchester United XI in the pre-season, <laughs> they'll probably be quite pleased not to have to face uh, Federico Makeda and yeah. the seven million pound signing Bebe every week. Yeah, absolutely, I mean that was a fantastic night, wasn't it? To have players of that quality who scored important Premier League goals coming down to to Greenfields. I know Drayton only had short notice for that game, perhaps forty-eight hours to to get everything in place. And from what I'm told, it was a fantastic night there. So. Full credit to Drayton for, for getting that kind of fixture down and let's hope they have a really, really good season this year. Indeed, and uh, also in action this weekend, Bridge North, they've got a roaster. Tell us about that one. Yeah, Bridge North have had a superstar start to the season. Um, won two league games, flying high near the top of the table. Also won in the FA Cup. Yeah, it started already. It's ridiculous, isn't it? August the 11th and already some teams are out of the FA Cup. But yeah, um, they've done really, really well. Mark Clyde, the former Wolves defender's in there. He's obviously got a wealth of experience from his playing days. So that they did well towards the end of last season. They won the Shropshire Challenge Cup. They ended the season really, really strongly in the league. Probably best part of fifteen games unbeaten. So, yeah, high hopes for them as well. And obviously, Ellsmere. I think they play Causeway this weekend. They've had a real summer of transition with Matt Burton stepping down after three or four years in charge. Richard Brown and Richard Gardner have come in and taken over after a successful season at Wellington Amateurs last year. There overhaul of players had probably even been more than Shrewsbury and Telford put together so there's big changes there they've, they've struggled early on to be honest they've lost all all four games they've played so far but I'm led to believe there were some encouraging signs in a 2-1 defeat of Bold May the other night so so let's hope that they get off the mark as well and it's going to be a big season for all three of those teams Indeed and we wish all three of those as well as of course uh, Shrewsbury Town and AFC Telford all the best this weekend and we wish Reading well as well Todd you're a Reading fan big day for you on Saturday back it in is the a big league. day yeah back in the Premier League after a few years away and uh, we've got Stoke at home so hopefully we'll be able, to, be able to get a result there positive result to get us started back in this division and yeah hopefully we'll be able to do quite well um, Europe Champions League I think we might Title. be dreaming a bit there James <laughs> uh, I think to be honest uh, uh, avoiding relegation or avoiding promotion as I might call it <laughs> would, be, uh, would be a bonus this season Excellent. We wish you well Saturday. Enjoy the day. Cheers.